The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Have you ever wondered if angels are there to help you, if you can actually call on them, if you have archangels, if you have one or more than one? Have you wondered how to access those and what some of the other symbology means, such as numbers and different types of things that show up in your life? I have a guest today that speaks and works with the angels and assists others in working and understanding what the angels are here to tell us. Doreen Virtue is known around the world for her connection with the realm of the angels. She's devoted her life work to teaching us all how to clearly hear the messages from our angels. She says when you work with the angels, you can lean upon their light to help you heal at miraculous rates and in amazing ways. The angels can help us heal physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. Doreen Virtue is the author of numerous books, and her website, angeltherapy.com, tells more about many of the different things that she does and also about angel therapy, which we'll talk a little bit about during the show. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Doreen Virtue to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's wonderful to have you here, and I know you have a couple of new books out. One is entitled Archangels 101, How to Connect Closely with Archangels Michael, Raphael, Uriel, Gabriel, and Others for Healing, Protection, and Guidance. And you also have released Angel Words, Visual Evidence of How Words Can Be Angels in Your Life. Before we get into what those two books bring to us, I'd like for people to understand a little how you got in touch with your angels. I know you were getting guidance, uh, but you were not necessarily listening to everything until a pretty major incident occurred in your life involving a car and a carjacking. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Uh, I, Like a lot of children, I saw them when I was little and I had interactions here and there through my life, particularly times of trouble. And um, when I was going through a time of feeling real unsatisfied with my life and particularly my career, and it just seemed like I was working so hard and not getting anywhere, not being happy. And the angels were kept counseling me to work in a spiritually um, centered field, but it just seemed so illogical. I was a psychotherapist at the time, and, and what they wanted me to do just seemed like I would lose everything I'd worked so hard for. So I kept resisting the guidance. And and so I was in that mode of thinking, of resisting, when I was told very clearly one day, that if I didn't put the top up on my convertible car, it was going to be stolen. I mean, I heard a voice say that. And I was in a hurry. I was being stubborn and willful. And so I walked right into being in an armed carjacking, as terrifying as that sounds. It was it was just as bad as you might think it might be. 
And yet the voice, even though I had ignored it, didn't leave me or abandon me, and it just walked me through how to survive this situation. And it was the breakthrough moment, because this time I had to. I had to listen to for my very life. And thank God I listened. I'm here because of it. And I'm paying back in gratitude by teaching. And finally listening to my guidance, which was all along to teach about angels, because I really find that when people connect with their angels, that's the fastest path to inner peace available. Well, and I I think probably many people have had an experience like yours, not necessarily to the degree of a carjacking, but in in terms of not necessarily listening to that guidance that keeps coming. And what does that do, Doreen, when we don't really tap into the listening part and follow it? Are we blocking ourselves from things? Do we block ourselves from moving further down our journey or or just having assistance that we could have? How does it change our lives to not listen? Well, absolutely. It blocks you from all of the above. Um, on a spiritual path basis, it blocks you from that feeling of uh, connection with oneness and a feeling of safety and peace. That's, that's to me, the ultimate um, journey that we're on. And also blocks us on a practical day-to-day basis. I find lots of folks who want to change careers or who want to make healthy changes in their life, but the ego is threatened by change, isn't it? So... The ego tries to tell you it's not safe to change, you won't have enough money, you, you people will leave you or ridicule you. And, and so when we're not listening to guidance, we're actually listening to those voices of fear, and they never lead us down the, the happy path. And when we do listen to the voice of guidance, uh, what, are, what happens at that point? Do we get more and more clarification? Do do yeah. Other things, I mean, what can happen to our life if we really just start communicating with angels and, and tapping into that higher wisdom and, and power that's all around us? Well, definitely the doors start opening and life becomes smoother and easier, if you will. Um, you know, there's this belief that suffering is necessary to spiritual growth or to life itself, and that's just not the way that our creation, creator, which is, a, to me, pure love, has set this up for us to, we're fighting against the stream constantly by our own choices, not by some divine choice. And so to make the choice to have a harmonious life really is the new energy that we're all here to bring in. And the angels are our guides and t- teachers 24 hours a day, seven days a week, free of charge. We've all got these angels with us to guide us to choose peace instead of fear. And it's really easy to do so. As you know, sometimes I think the ego wants to overcomplicate everything. But I find that when I give an angel reading to someone, they, 99% of the time they'll say, oh, I already knew that, or I'm doing mm-hmm. that. Because everyone does hear their angels. It's just um, what we do eventually is we stop second-guessing it. and We go more um, in a state of a dance, a graceful dance with the angels. Now, I know you're a fourth-generation metaphysician, and and you clearly came in with incredible gifts of being able to speak with the angels. How did you go about, because you you have written about how you had a daily rigorous practice of receiving and deciphering the angels after that incident occurred. Can some of those practices be a little more detailed for us, and are those things that we can do to tap more into our angels? Oh, yes. Well, uh, the angels are with all of us, as we've said, uh, they respect our free will completely. So they're not going to intervene into your life. Even if they see that you're choosing a path of misery, they can't intervene unless you give them permission to do so. So my main bottom line of my mission has been 
helping folks to ask the angels for help and then accepting the help when it's offered. I mean, it's that simple. So all you have to do, and it doesn't matter what words you use, it doesn't matter whether you ask for help aloud or in your mind or um, write it down or sing it or even scream it. It just, it just matters. It doesn't matter how you say it, but that you say it. And once you ask for help, then we've got to get out of the way. We, it's really important not to hand a script to heaven and say, here's how I want you to answer my prayers. You know, here, I want you to make me win the lottery or get this guy or this job. That's outlining. Instead, what you do is you, you ask for, I would like some peace in my finances or my health or whatever area seems to be causing you pain. And then once you ask for that peace, um, they always answer yes, always. Sometimes it's, it's direct intervention where you ask for something and boom, it's done. Most of the time, though, they give you a set of instructions in your intuition I call divine guidance. And that's what you and I are talking about today is, is just listening and following that guidance. And as you follow the roadmap they give you, it's, everything becomes apparent step by step and you get more confident and it just builds on itself happily. Well, and I think sometimes we don't, we should not get into the specifics of what we want to ask for because our own best thinking got us where we were in the first place. Yeah, right. So, so sometimes we can, but but just in the asking that we're we're available for the help, will bring that help to us. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to angels, do we have just one? Is it is it that we have one guardian angel that kind of stays around us, or are there many? Can we call on the legions of angels that exist? All of the above. Well, we um, speaking as a lifelong clairvoyant, every single person that I see, which is a lot because I've traveled around the world a few times, has more than one angel. Most people I see have more like two to four to six. And then those who work with the angels consciously have more angels with them than I can count. And then those who've had near-death experiences, they're just surrounded by legions. They come back with just co- covered with angels and so you can ask for as many angels as you like. There's unlimited numbers, and that whole belief that I might be bothering them or you know, I don't want to be selfish or ask for something trivial, that's based on lack mentality that only the human ego mind has. The, the higher self and the angels, the divine world, knows that there's unlimited abundance of everything good. My guest today is Doreen Virtue. She has previously written about archangels in her books, Healing with the Angels, How to Hear Your Angels, Messages from Your Angels, Archangels and Ascended Masters, and Solomon's Angels, as well as various oracle cards that she has uh, created amongst her works. Her products are available in most languages worldwide. She's appeared on Oprah, CNN, The View, and other television and radio programs, and writes regular columns for Women's World, Spheres, and Spirit and Destiny magazines. You can also listen to Doreen live on a weekly radio show and call in for a reading by visiting hayhouseradio.com. We're going to talk a little bit more about two of her newest pieces that she has released, Angel Words, which goes into the visual evidence of how words can be angels in your life and how the use of our language can affect our lives, in addition to Archangels 101 in how to more closely connect to the archangels, Michael, Raphael, Uriel, Gabriel, among others, for healing, protection, and guidance. We'll be right back with Doreen Virtue. You can connect with her at angeltherapy.com. That's Doreen Virtue at angeltherapy.com. Your online community for positive change. 
Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Awakened media for a transforming world. 7th Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. was a natural clairvoyance, seeing and conversing with what many people call invisible friends. But this natural gift and ability was little understood by the young Doreen and her family and was the cause of teasing by a lot of friends. Consequently, she learned to deny her abilities, effectively shutting them down before she was mature enough to fully appreciate them. But her life changed as she was, and she was marked with exemplary success after an amazing incident with the carjacking where she had previously denied listening to those angels and then realized that that guidance was what could have saved the incident from happening. Doreen Virtue is with us today to talk about two new books that have been released, uh, Archangels 101 and Angel Words, which are here to assist us in tapping more closely in with the angels. Doreen, in going back to talking about the angels and having one or many or however many that we want to have, the new books that you have come out with, they focus on archangels. So what is the difference between, um, I guess, angels in general and then the archangels? Well, it's analogous to you've got your personal guardian angels who are with just you, and they would be analogous to living with your family. And 
living in a home with your family. The archangels would be analogous to calling in um, a, a repair person or a, phys- a physician who makes house calls. They would come into your house, but they would be helping many different people. And the archangels are, there's many of them. The, the major religions recognize between four and nine, depending on what religion you, you focus on. There's actually hundreds of benevolent beings of light that we call archangels, and each of them has specialties. And the more that you connect with them, the more that you know, just like it's kind of a crass comparison, but it's pretty much how it is. You know if your pipes blow, you don't call a TV repairman, you call a plumber, right? Correct, yeah. So so if you need a health, health boost or some support, you would call on Raphael the healing angel if you're trying to um, help with getting, you know, elevating your thoughts. You would call on Jophiel, the angel of beauty, who helps to beautify our thoughts, and and Archangel Shamuel, who helps to find your your glasses and car keys when you're running out the door. And there's just these different archangels who want to help us because they are part of God's mission of each of us being at peace. I mean. I really believe that peace on earth is absolutely possible, but it only happens on an individual choice basis. There's not going to be something that happens outside of us that makes world peace. It's going to be you and me and then others choosing peace, and then you've got a world of peaceful people. Absolutely. Are, we have to yeah. do that work, and we have to connect to these these uh, different sources that we have that are here to protect us. Before you move on in that particular conversation, um, is it necessary to know specifically what the angel does um, to call in on them? You know, um, that seems like we'd have to really know exactly who we're calling when and why. Um, you, uh, You don't need to know, and you can just ask the creator, please send me an angel, and the best one will be sent to you. The only reason to get to know them is just to develop a closer relationship, a bond with them. But you don't have to have any special invocations. You don't have to read this book or know who the angels are to get their help. Um, I just like to know who's who because, to me, it, it, like I said, it just makes me feel closer to them and deeper. Well, and it seems like it's another whole community to engage with and to, to get to know. So it it, it, it becomes more than um, what we humans tend to turn into just task-oriented type things. We actually then involve our heart and, and our whole being into the process rather than making it a very mental, linear type of, of uh, approach. Exactly. Um, it's a heart-space approach. It's getting closer to the archangels who are always there anyway. And... They want to help us with the things that bring us peace. So sometimes people balk at calling on help for, say, a, getting a parking place because they think, oh, that's so trivial and selfish, blah, blah. But the truth is that the angels know that it's the little stressors in life, like not finding a parking space, that erode peace, much more than the big things in life. So they want to help us with these day, minute-by-minute, day-to-day things to grease the, the wheels in our lives so that things flow really seamlessly. Can we ask for too much? Can we can we bother the angels? That's a common fear I hear. Um, I know that you know the answer to that, so let's discuss it, that there's unlimited good and there's plenty to spare and share. So if, if I'm happy, that's the best gift I can give to the world. I really feel like that's each of our purposes, to be happy, because that's when your light shines the brightest and it inspires others to find their own light and their own happiness. 
I don't think that I think someone being miserable does create a purpose because they they help us to open our hearts to compassion and that avenue of giving that's important for our, our spiritual path. I just feel like that we need to uplift the energy through happiness and joy right now more than ever, especially on the right on the heels of 2012 where the fear of some sort of Armageddon is already building and it's going to just continue this year. And my concern is that there'll be people cashing in on that fear and, um, you know, telling each other, oh, the end is near. Uh, it's, you know, what I say is that even if that's true, do you really want to spend the last minutes of your life in fear? Or exactly. do you want to just squeeze every minute of joy out of here and be the leaders that we all signed up to be? Well, that's so true. I mean, it really is more about, you know, what is the perspective we can have in each and every moment, um, because this is really all we have is right now anyway. Yeah. When when you are getting into a space to communicate with the angels, Doreen, do you do, you do something? Do you go more into your heart? How can we uh, help some individuals get more heart-centered so that they can really connect um, and, and truly create an experience for themselves when they're dealing with their angels? Well, that's such a beautiful question. Thank you. And, of course, you don't need to try to do this or definitely not forced to do it. It really is just as simple as asking the angels for help with whatever you need help with, and that's on a spiritual basis, emotional, physical. They are completely unlimited. They can work on many things simultaneously. There's there's nothing they can't do to use. And they're double negative. They, and, and if someone's skeptical, I just say to them, just try this like a good scientist experimenting with a hypothesis. You know, a good scientist doesn't reject a hypothesis just out of hand. They try it first. So do try asking the angels for help with something. It's not blasphemous. The angels are one with our creator. They're, they're the arms of the creator as a bridge from the, the divine creator sees only love and the ego sees only fear, and the angels are the bridge between the two that help us to bring the love into the, the illusion or the fear world and light it up. Now there are some people that um, that channel the angels, the the different angels, and is that a possibility? Would the angels come through people to channel oh, certain yeah. messages, just like ascended masters do? Definitely, yeah. I um, their energy is quite strong. I work with Archangel Michael when I do channeling, and uh, I do only conscious channeling. I'm not a big fan of trance channeling, where you give up your awareness to another being. I don't think that's the best thing to do, but uh, semi-trance or conscious channeling, anyone can do that. And especially with Archangel Michael, he of, of all the archangels and ascended masters that I've talked with, he is the loudest, the most clear, the most direct, the most blunt, the most to the point, and of course it's always loving. So I do always recommend, and in a lot of my workshops I'll, ha- I'll lead people through, asking Archangel Michael questions that you want answers to. And he's, he's great to ask specific questions about your life's purpose because he, he, he knows what your contract is, and he can give you specifics about what's next and what changes to make and give you the courage and confidence to do it. That's wonderful. I know that when you have done a lot of your writing, um, there are certain places that you've been where you've really felt connected, whether it was to Ascended Masters or to Angels, and Greece is one of those places. I know you live in Hawaii, and there are certain areas of the world that it seems that the energies might be heightened. Is, is it that the, the presence of those beings is greater in those places or that we become more open in that type of surrounding? Ooh, what a nice synergy that is, both of those. I, one of the reasons I live in Hawaii is because 
um, of the gentle energy of the people here and, and the land really makes you live in the light here. Um, I do find that in island living, you have more access to sunlight, both the sunrise and the sunset. It's just all around you. But if you live in the mainland, light workers are needed there too. I, I would just say that it's really important to connect with nature as much as you can. And it's a little more challenging in the city, of course. But, gosh, you can bring nature indoors. You can bring potted plants in and lots of crystals and and do meditations on rainbows and dolphins and light and really connect with that because nature energy is gentle energy. And that We've got to stay connected to Mother Earth. The angels say that this year, 2011, it's pivotal time for us to take care of the environment, each of us individually, through recycling, reducing, and reusing every day. Very, very important, and it's and it's wonderful and important to teach our children those things, and especially the the new children that are coming. And I think we've always all children have been gifted, but it does seem that there's something a little more unique as the generations are going along, that uh, their connection is stronger, and also their requirement to be in nature is stronger. Yes, I would agree. And you know, I think a lot of that evolution is is the parents have evolved. Um, just. 20, 30 years ago, if a child talked to an angel, parents got alarmed. They thought, oh, what's wrong with my child? They're talking to invisible friends. Is this crazy? Is this evil? Blah, blah, blah. But these days, parents are bragging about their children talking to angels and encouraging it and listening. So I think that the parents really are a big part of why kids are much more open now. And yes, I agree, they've, the kids stay connected to nature. Many of these new children have written about the crystal children and the indigo children are naturally self-selected vegetarians in a house where they eat a lot of meat, and they talk to plants and rocks and dogs, and they hear what nature is saying. And that's something that they can hold on to, just as you as a child had it but then lost it. They don't necessarily have to lose it if we do support them and confirm for them that, that they are hearing what they're hearing. Exactly. Yeah, so keep up the good work, parents. Can our children teach us how to reconnect with the angels? Definitely. Definitely. I, I joke, but I mean it, that my job as a teacher of psychic development will be obsolete in just a few years because if parents would listen to their children, uh, they they don't need a psychic development teacher. I, one One girl actually told her mother, who was on the way to one of my workshops, and the mother said, okay, I'm going to go learn how to talk to my angels, honey. And the daughter goes, you don't need to go to someone i'll teach you mom and and this is really the reality that we're we're in right now is that these kids are just tapped in and the angels say that this year 2011 is the year of the indigos where these young leaders are stepping up and need to step up because they trust their intuition to a degree that we haven't seen in ages on this planet and they don't second-guess it. They don't logically override their intuition. And they also tell the truth. Sometimes you think they're being rude, but they're just being truthful. And they're here to usher out the any kind of corruption going on in the world and bring in integrity. And so they need our support more than ever. Absolutely. I have met quite a few indigos, and it's, it's actually quite refreshing to see their their forwardness. I am with yeah. Doreen Virtue, who is a spiritual doctor of psychology and a fourth-generation metaphysician. She works with the angelic and elemental and ascended master realms in her writings and workshops. She's the author of more than 20 books about angels, chakras, chakras, 
crystal children, indigo children, help and diet, and other mind, body, spirit issues, including the best-selling Healing with the Angels and Messages from Your Angels books and angel cards. She has released two new books, Angels, Archangels 101, How to Connect Closely with Archangels Michael, Raphael, Uriel, Gabriel and Others for Healing, Protection, and Guidance, and also Angel Words, Visual Evidence of How Words Can Be Your Angels in Your Life. Uh, you can connect with Doreen Virtue and learn more about angel therapy, her trainings, workshops, and different events, in addition to her own radio show on Hay House Radio, by going to angeltherapy.com. That's angeltherapy.com. We'll be right back with Doreen Virtue. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It seems as though we have asked many of the same questions for thousands of years. Why is life so challenging? How do we move to a higher consciousness, one of peace, love, and happiness? Why is man so inhuman to mankind? And why is there so much pain, suffering, and starvation in the world? Learn some of the answers to these questions and discover a reality that is different from anything you know or have seen. You can reap the benefits. Tune in to Life in the Matrix, Hell on Earth, with your host, Lawrence J. Harris, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on 7th Wave Network. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. denominational spiritual healing method that involves working with a person's guardian angels and archangels to heal and harmonize every aspect of life. Angel therapy also helps you to more clearly receive divine guidance from the creator and angels. Everyone has guardian angels, and these angels perform God's will of peace for all of us. When we open ourselves to hear our angel messages, every aspect of our lives becomes more peaceful. Many of Doreen Virtue's resources provide you with more information on this subject, including her book, 
books, Angel Therapy, Angel Medicine, and Connecting with Your Angels Kit. Since 1996, Doreen has taught thousands of people worldwide how to engage in angel therapy. Many of these students have become angel therapy practitioners who have private practices and give workshops on related topics. You can find out more about angel therapy at angeltherapy.com. I'd like to uh, talk a little bit, Doreen, about your new book, which is called Angel Words. It's quite interesting how that all came about, and I think it's very timely uh, particularly with us heading into 2012 and the need for people to become more conscious and more responsible about their language and what they're really thinking and feeling. So tell us a little bit about how this book uh, first originated. Well, first of all, thank you for helping me to bring awareness to this book because I really feel like this book is a culmination of my life work more than any book I've ever written. And I'm going on a big 22-city tour this year um, really to spread the message that was so startling to me in this book. Angel Words began when I was recording an angel podcast, an MP3 recording of a meditation with my son Grant, who's a boy genius with computers. And he was looking at the schematic, which is kind of like a heart monitor machine and that shows the waves of your voice. And, I, and he, he stopped me and he goes, Mom, when you said the word angel, look at the shape your voice made turns the screen around, and there's a shape that's like an angel flying. And I gasped. I was so, so in awe of this beautiful portrait of my voice saying angel that it began us um, going on a journey of experimenting with saying different words and seeing what shapes would come up. And we didn't know what was going to happen, but very quickly we found that when we saw we said words that are considered universally positive, like love and gratitude, that the the size of the graphs, both from the center line, came became way big above it and below it. And then when we'd say words that were pretty universally regarded as negative, there would be these tight little lines close to the center graph. And this pretty much bottom line is it showed that when you say a positive word, there's big energy or high vibrating energy. When you say a negative word, it's low vibrating, just like metaphysicians have taught for ages. And like my friend Dr. Matsuro Emoto in his Messages from Waters book has been showing with his water crystals. And this is showing the shape, what comes out of our mouth when we talk. And it was startling and changed Grant in, in, our, in my life, my son Grant and myself, because we'd always been conscious in languaging. This just took it to a whole new level where we saw, I don't want that shape coming out of my mouth. And so we made this into a book called Angel Words with lots of stories of people who changed their life simply by changing their vocabulary and did things like real rags-to-riches stories, too. We were very pleased with what we have in there. And then all these word graphs, hundreds of them in the book, and... It just came out about a month and a half ago, and I'm so anxious to share this with the world on my tours because I'm finding that people are buying it mostly as gifts to give to friends and family who have negative languaging habits because I think a lot of people aren't even aware of it. Well, and it's it's really important because if we go even beyond it being the graphs or just speaking the words, if we think about our energy field and each human being's energy field, 
extends a minimum of nine feet around them. That that means that whatever you're expressing is imprinting inside of your body, inside of that energy field, and then bouncing against other people's energy fields. And then you wonder why like attracts like. It's because we're sending that wavelength out, and it's it's connecting back with other like wavelengths. It's it's amazing. That's it's really it is a powerful work to to create a book that shows that. Thank you, and that's a good point about the wavelengths. I absolutely agree. Now, how has this book impacted you or your son's life? Um, Have you or Grant, uh, did it make you more conscious in any way? Because many times we try to be as positive as possible, but sometimes little thoughts or little words sneak in there. Well, yes, and it goes back to angels. We work with the archangel Jophiel. His name in Hebrew means the beauty of God. And this angel is pretty much like being with someone who's got a remote control. And if you call on Jophiel, who's got a feminine energy, and just say, Jophiel, help. Any any kind of pain you're in always leads back to the ego as a source. And just say, help, help Jophiel, I'm in my ego. Uh, she literally will press a button. That's the only analogy I can come up with. And get you back in your higher self where it's naturally positive. So there's no strain involved. It is a conscious choice to be happy. Um, I think there are folks who romanticize misery or who are used to misery or complaining can be as much a habit as cigarette smoking that you you don't realize just how how corrosive and toxic it is. So since writing the book, I find that my uh, my tolerance for being around negative words has dropped. Um, instead of complaining about people complaining, though, that would just add to the cycle, I do try and do a process that's called entraining. From the, that's a word from physics, E-N-T-R-A-I-N, which means that instead of going being pulled down by someone's energy, you can lift up the energy. And you can't do it by lecturing someone and say you should be more positive because then they'll feel threatened. Um, instead, it's more of just a conscious decision to be happy. And my hero, my role model is Dalai Lama uh, because here in the face of great tragedy, he's got this beautiful, open, childlike awe and grace and happiness. And and so just to be happy, no matter what's going on around you, enjoy each moment, I think is the best gift that you and I can give to the world and can lift other people and entrain them upwards. Most definitely. When you speak about entrainment, I I was thinking of um, Gandhi and and him saying, be the change that you wish to see. And you're very correct when you say, you know, we can tell people to do things, but that's not really what changes people. It's being the example to people that changes people. They want to get what you've got when they see something positive and good. And so when we work on ourselves and we really... Uh, try to uplift our thoughts and our words and the language and how we do things, that's what's going to catch people's attention that are around us, and they're going to want to be better and more like that. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Now, you have two sons, and I know that Grant works with you in doing your recordings and different things like that. Your other son has um, followed very much in your line of work, and he, too, does a lot of work with, um, I guess, angels and, and helping people tap into their intuition. He does, yeah. Uh, my my oldest son, Charles Virtue, who I call him the king of the indigos, who's you know, very clear teacher and has been since he was he was a little boy talking about where the end of the universe was. I mean, he was a baby talking about all these profound things. And so he's always been very tapped in. He was giving readings to his friends when he was just a you know, little boy. And 
uh, he's really collected his energy and developed his gift. And, and it's similar to my teaching, but he's definitely got his own unique spin on everything in his own style. So I'm really proud of him. And he and I will be teaching in Budapest, Hungary, Ostersund, Sweden, and Montreal, Canada this year together. And wow. I'm just so excited to share the work with him. Well, you are quite blessed to be able to work with both of your sons. Yeah. And it also illustrates that um, that the work can happen in different ways, that some of us are here to engage in the teaching and the intuition, and others of us can engage in the creative aspects or the business aspects of things, that um, that we can all find kind of our place as to where we fit and it, and it be very much in a high alignment, high vibrational type of work. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's, we need undercover light workers to be working in stores and the post office and the banks and such. And so, you know, not everyone's meant to quit their jobs and be a healer. Um, we need to have light workers stationed everywhere. And you can bring that healing energy into wherever you work, wherever you are. It can be your healing practice in your temple. And it, it is very much like you and I have been discussing today to be that example, that role model of peace and light. And I think that's important for people to recognize because I come across so many people that are ready to just leave their lives and say, I want to be a, a coach or I want to be a, an intuitive or I want to be this or that. But it is in the very fiber of our even our corporate culture, our healthcare system, everything that's going on in the world, that's where we do need to infuse much of these thoughts and principles and ways of being. And so we can be the angels and the light even in in what is considered sometimes the muck and the dark. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the great teacher Jesus would go into the bars where there was a lot of arguing and contention, and that's where he would teach because that's where he was needed. And so we we can't have all the light workers quit their corporate jobs right now. They're needed more in corporate America and corporate world than ever. How have you seen the uh, openness and the embracing towards the discussion of angels and angel therapy and these types of things across the globe? Is it more in one area versus another, or has there been a general inclination of people overall to grow? It's it's remarkable. I mean, when I was guided to do this work back in 1995, I really resisted it. I didn't know who would want to do the angel work, who would be open to it. But I just surrendered and and have been doing it, since, teaching this since 1995. And I've I'm just blown away. I've been around the world more times than I can count. Everywhere, everyone, male, female, gay, straight, every religious and spiritual path are wanting the same thing because humans all want the same thing, peace. And when someone hears the truth, it resonates deep within them and they accept it. So I've been really fortunate to be able to share the angels with just every type of person There's different types, but in the end, we're all the same, aren't we? My guest is Doreen Virtue, the author of more than 20 books about angels, chakras, crystal children, indigo children, health and diet, and other mind-body-spirit issues. She can be contacted and connected to at angeltherapy.com. Her latest release, Angel Words, is visual evidence of how words can be angels in your life. Her son, Grant Virtue, and uh, she were recording podcasts and noticed that whenever they said a word, the recording graphs were shaped like angel wings. Through this book, you'll come to understand why positive 
words express the most energy and therefore have the most power to manifest your dreams. You'll also see how negative words have low energy and read how they can actually draw negative experiences to you. We'll be right back with more Doreen Virtue. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Leadership is a destination, but how do you get there? More importantly, how do you maximize your power and influence and develop more leaders in your organization? Learn from proven leaders and proven practices. Join Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler for Leadership Development News. This program will help you develop the next leaders in your organization, balance your work life, manage your boss, and manage yourself. We'll feature cutting-edge interviews with industry experts and authors. Leadership Development News, every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on The Voice America Business Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Archangels 101, How to Connect Closely with the Archangels, is Doreen Virtue's latest book. In this uplifting, non-denominational book, Doreen guides you in connecting with her 15 favorite archangels. These archangels want to help each and every one to live healthier and happier lives. As unlimited beings, archangels can assist everyone simultaneously, and this fascinating book will teach you which archangels to call upon for various situations. Whether you're new to working with angels or someone who has believed in angels all your life, you'll want to refer to Archangels 101 to learn about their specialties, along with the gemstones and astrological signs that are associated with each archangel. You can also pick up angel words, which will provide you visual evidence of how words can be your angels in your life and illustrates how positive and negative words can either draw to or draw away from uh, the types of experiences that you're looking for. Doreen, will you talk a little bit about, you touched on indigo children and how this is time for uh, the indigo year, but speak a little bit about uh, what crystal children are and star children are for those people that are not familiar with those terms. Absolutely. Um, Well, just in general, the 
indigos, as we mentioned, are these strong-willed, almost warrior, peaceful warrior-like individuals. And the crystal children are a softer, gentler version of the indigos. They, a lot of them don't talk a lot. In fact, some of them get diagnosed with autism or late talking syndrome or Asperger's because they use intuitive talk, tele- telepathic communication, and which uh, unless you're listening, you can't hear, and it appears that they don't talk, and it worries parents and, and teachers. Um, these crystal children are here to populate the earth with the entirely forgiving people, people who are at peace, are compassionate, are true Buddhas, and, and um, they, they just are the embodiment of peace. Parents who have crystal children have just such a, a beautiful experience of parenthood. They don't have that kind of ego struggle that you would with, with children normally. It's just this pure joy experience. Uh, the only issues I ever hear from parents of crystals is that the children don't sleep a lot. They're, they're high energy. They have to go outside every single day or they get cranky. They're very um, uh, particular about their diet. As I mentioned, many are self-selecting vegetarians or they only want, some of them are fruitarians. They only want fruit juice or fruits. And aside from that, these, these are just delightful children to raise. And some of them are now in their 20s. And they are bringing in the next generation, which we, we're just calling rainbow children. It's, I don't really like labels, but there's distinct qualities about each of these types, I guess should be the word. So it calls upon to, to delineate them with some sort of a name. So rainbow children, I've only met a few because they're still rare, um, come in with apparently no karma. So they don't come into any kind of drama-ridden households. They're, they come into households of peace. So that almost necessitates that crystal children are their parents. So the, the forerunners of the crystals who are in their 20s now, some of them are even in early 30s, um, they're having children that are the rainbows. And the rainbow children that I've met are interesting. They're very talkative, like their indigo counterparts, but they're peaceful like the crystals. And they're real excited to be here. They're just happy, 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 happy children. And they spout off when they talk just the most magical things. I mean, they, they say, here are my wings that I have, and here's what the dolphins say. And <laughs> they just, they're like the, the highest level spiritual teachers you could ever meet, and they're five. Well, and the beauty of this is as much as we sometimes get roped into the fear discussions about 2012 or where the world is headed or where the darkness is and all of that, this is what the hope is. This is the light, it's, and, it, and it is constantly creating itself. It's constantly showing up in a new form. So we're moving towards a new earth, and we're moving towards a new type of human being, it seems, as well. Yes. Oh, definitely. My work with the crystal children has given me more hope for our Earth's future than anything I've done because I know that these lovely beings wouldn't be here if there wasn't longevity on our planet planned. Uh, They're just luminescent in every level. And living in Hawaii now, I'm very connected to the ancient culture of Lemuria, which was also populated by people who are similar to this energy of the crystals who lived in complete peace with each other. There was no competition. It wouldn't even be dreamed of to be aggressive. And there was just this knowing of abundance, and that that was their experience. And when Lemuria fell, they just peacefully walked off. They didn't fight it or 
you moan it or anything. They just they're just this peaceful peaceful people. And the crystal children are like that. And that's really where we're going as a planet, especially if we can just each of us tend to the earth and tend to your own little corner of the environment. And I absolutely want to say it again, recycle, reduce, reuse every single day. You know, be really conscious consumers, especially this year more than ever. You can make the difference. Most definitely. Each one of us, it takes each one of us to make that difference. Doreen, what is what is the vision for you for the future? You you constantly come out with amazing books and, and, and oracle cards and different types of things that really support humanity in growing and changing and connecting to that intuitive heart-based side of themselves. What do you have as a vision for yourself uh, going forward? Oh, well, thank you. Well, this year is all about my joy tour, uh, where I'll be traveling pretty much nonstop um, through the year with my musical band, Obsidian, and giving angel workshops and concerts just to shift out of the 2012 fears into really anchoring joy and, and light in. Uh, my, my overriding purpose this year is to ignite fires in the indigos to get them going on their purpose and to really get the leaders to step out and do the job that they came to do and help to give them kind of an um, organized foundation for being a, a peaceful activist. You know, things like writing petitions and giving speeches and getting into the political world in a peaceful way. And um, I opened a, a page on Facebook. It's a completely non, per, non-personal, non-commercial page called Indigo Gathering Place that, that people can go to and just meet other indigos and just chat and get support. And I'm really hoping to connect with these remarkable people this year. And um, I know that they are here to be the leaders of the light. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate all the work that you do and everything that you bring to the planet in terms of of word, uh, books, products, everything that you give us uh, is helpful in helping humanity to move forward. You can connect with Doreen Virtue at angeltherapy.com. You can also listen to her and call in for a reading at on her radio station, which is on Hay House Radio. Definitely connect to her on Facebook and also go to the Facebook page, the Indo- Indigo Gathering Place, and uh, start having that discussion if you're an indigo. Take the time to pick up angel words and really become conscious of what you're speaking what you're saying, what you're thinking, because you're impacting the world with that. You're impacting your own world, and you're impacting the world around you. It's time for us each to become responsible human and world citizens and allow ourselves to know that we can make the change that we desire to see on this planet. Thank you, Doreen Virtue. Again, that's angeltherapy.com. I'm Simran Singh. Until next week, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Shift happens.